ditch the chocolate and flowers and skip straight to pleasure this Valentine's Day. I'm not going to put dirty underwear back on that I that I sharded in. Vincent Jack, coming at you live. Valentine's Day 2023. Feels good, right? Yeah, I know it does. Tickling your ears with our vocal cords. Our super rock hard vocal cords. Getting horny, right? Yeah, I know you are. Ready for some movie mugging to slide on in. Your ears. Take it, Jack. Yeah. Take it, Jack. I got nothing. Just, just sing something straight from your heart. Straight from my heart. Straight from your heart. All right. Buckle up, motherfuckers, you're in my house now. Your boy Jack is popping off like blah, blah, blah. Ice gun 6-1, a fucking barrel of fun. You fucking look at me wrong, I'm fucking spraying you done. I bring the pain, I make it rain, I got a heavy gold chain. You keep on talking that shit, and I'll put two in your brain. Mad cloud, I'm balling out like a heavyweight bout. Yeah, I'm that crazy motherfucker your daddy warned you about. Jack out. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. You all right over there? I hate that song so much. <laughs> Why do you hate it so much? I can hardly listen to that. It's I know. It's so horrible to listen to. You killed it, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but... Absolutely killed it. Just, I hate it. What's your rap name? Is it Lil Jack? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that would have to be homework for me to figure okay. that out. All right. All right. I was going to say do it next episode. Little <laughs> Lil Jizzle? Gross. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son dude who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 190. Dang. Dang indeed. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. That is pretty fucking cool. All right, well, let's not lollygag here because we have a very special uh, lobby time ready for you. So let's head on over to the uh, newly pink um, and red Jack, did you put some? Did you put some hearts? And his mom. You you hung some hearts in there? Nope. No, I did not. <laughs> Looks like it. I think I see some streamers. So let's head on through the uh, the streamered foyer and into the lobby wow. because it is uh, <laughs> lobby time with Vincent Jack. Stupid. <laughs> Alright, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Alright, Jack, since our uh, lovely listeners had to wait an extra two weeks for the Valentine's Day episode, I thought that I would uh, attempt to do something very special for our dear listeners. Okay. And um, Pretend like I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I don't know how well it's going to work because it has been a long time. Um, if, if you've listened to us for a while, uh, you've heard that I've done a little bit of uh, musical stand-up. And basically, he was a very famous singer-slash-songwriter. Very, very famous. Like the something of a generation. The voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. He's yeah. well-loved. He's kind of like... If all the Beatles were one guy, 
Uh-huh. And and wrote dirty songs. And then mixed with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and uh, he's got the range of Whitney Houston. And Michael Bolton <laughs> together. <laughs> it's a it's a mix between the two. Without you. Man, I hate Michael Bolton. I hate Whitney Houston. I, I know one song by her. Which one do you know? And I. How's that go? He, I. <laughs> I never liked Whitney Houston, man. She was big in the 80s. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, I know With somebody who loves... I mean, beautiful voice. Yeah, she could sing. Just, I did not like well, that kind of music. We'll that say was, Amy Winehouse then. I mean, she's in the choir taste. I think a lot of people she probably don't enjoy the choir. Uh, Amy Winehouse all that much. But enough about me. Or actually, more about me. Um, so I'm going to... 38 years old. Uh, me? <laughs> yeah, we got to do a little maybe, singer profile on you. Maybe when I wrote these. 38 years old, rockin' bod. You know what? Looks I, like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. I wrote these songs probably 20 years ago. So I was a, a young man at uh, 34, 35 years old when I wrote these, I think, and was performing them. And I have not performed these songs since then. Funny story. I used to perform at, at a comedy club and um, got paid to do it too. So it wasn't just open mic, although that's where I got my start. And it was, it was uh, in New York. It was one of the best nights of my life. The first <laughs> time I got up and, and did uh, an open mic and just uh, the, the reaction. It, it was great. I was like, okay, man, I'm going to do this for a little while. <laughs> Ego boost. Yeah, here I am talking shit and I'm going to get on here. I'm going to fuck all this up. But uh, then my my last show, which which is terrible... Um, my dad had his army reunion at a Holiday Inn, and he was like, "Dude, you got to come play for all my army buddies. They're they're gonna they're gonna eat this shit up. It's it's oh my gosh, they're gonna love it." So I go, and the problem is, all the army buddies have uh, brought their wives, and so they're all kind of circled around. And uh, I get up there and I start playing one of these songs that I'm about to play now. And just the look on their face and the smattering of applause that my, my dad's laughing his ass off. Yeah. But nobody else is really doing much of anything. I think they're afraid that, to do that in front of their wives. Um, and then I go to, to another song that's called Throbbing Member. Mm. And uh, two ladies got up and left. <laughs> and so I was just, uh, oh my God, it was a horrible, horrible feeling, just a horrible feeling. So I basically bombed my last show ever, but I'm an acquired taste as well. <laughs> Maybe more back then. I feel like dirtier has become more mainstream than it used to be. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I feel like yeah. nowadays you'd be a lot less of, a, of an, an acquired taste uh -huh. compared to back then. And, and these songs that I'm about to play now, they're, they're not dirty. They're love songs. Uh, because it's it's Valentine's Day, and and so I'm about to uh, bust out uh, a couple love songs for you. And uh, as I used to say on stage, please feel free to pretend I wrote it about you. <laughs> okay. And also, no, I don't it, want you to write it uh, about me. <laughs> it it has been uh, 20 years since I've performed any of these songs, and um, it's going to sound like it's been 20 years since I've strummed a guitar too. Uh, look, I. I'm not Jimi Hendrix, and I'm not all the Beatles wrapped up in one. I don't one. think anyone I'm, gives a shit. I'm I not think, that great of a guitar player. I think everyone's just excited to hear Vince of movie mugging fame and little-known comedy singer-songwriter fame. I mean, you you built me up, right? And so now i got to tear myself down a little bit. I built you. Yeah. I, you, you were the one who sat here talking. 
I, no, you, I, I you, made up that you performed in New York and were well, very famous. You said that I like have the, the voice of, of Whitney Houston and uh, the, range. The, the the talent of all four Beatles and Jimi Hendrix. So I'm just uh, <laughs> everyone. I'm knows just trying I'm to lying. temper the expectations. Is all I'm talking about. So um, I think you're just stalling. No, no. Let's uh, let's do this. Let me get, let me wet my my whistle and uh, we'll. Uh, We'll let it rip, see what happens. I may fuck up. I may fuck up the lyrics. Uh, I, I may miss out on a chord, even though there's only three. But um, hey, man, I'm trying, and I'm doing this for you. So I uh, hope you enjoy. Well, if I said, I love the way you strut, would you let me stick my finger in your butt? Now, I know you don't like to be that kinky, so I swear this time I'll only use my pinky, so just let me stick my finger in your butt. See, I fucked that up a little bit. <laughs> if I said your body is sensuous, would you let me stick my finger in your anus? I'll only use two fingers maximum, and maybe if you're lucky, I'll use my thumb. Just let me stick my finger in your butt. If I said I'll fill your car with gas, everybody, come on. Would you let me stick my finger in your ass? Well, if it's a little too long, just let me know And I'll pull out my finger and I'll put in my toe But I really want to stick my finger in your butt Oh, please, can I stick my finger in your butt? Come on, baby! Yeah. I don't know about <laughs> that, come while. on, baby. See, uh, that's not even dirty. Well, it's a love song. All my songs are love that songs. That is not a love song. Yeah, I fucked that one up pretty good, didn't I? <laughs> what, the come on, baby? No, I missed a couple chords. Um, no, I didn't think... The only part that I had trouble with was the come on, baby. <laughs> it sounded really unnatural at the end there. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have not rehearsed this. Like, I did not sit up here for 20 minutes rehearsing these songs about to go on. Yeah. Jack didn't even know what I was going to sing. So, uh, yeah, that was um, one of my early love songs. And uh, then... I don't know. Some some time went by, and I got some more inspiration, and then I uh, and then I came up with uh, with another love song, and so I want to play that love song for you uh, right now. If I said I think you're super duper, would you let me stick my finger in your pooper? Well, if it hurts a little or it starts to sting, just let me know, and I'll take off my ring, and then I'll stick my finger back in your butt. If you're looking for a good man, well, you got him. Just let me stick my finger in your bottom. If you're nervous, just have a few cocktails, and that'll give me enough time to clip my nails, and then I'll stick my finger in your butt. Well, I bet that I can read your mind, and you want me to stick my finger in your behind. We can do it right now over there on the floor. Just give me the key to your back door and then I'll stick my finger in your butt. Oh, please, can I stick my finger in your butt? Come on, baby. Was that so? Was that a continuation? No, they're completely unrelated. So the first one was love song number one, which is let me stick my finger in your butt. Yeah. Love song number two is <laughs> let me. Stick my finger in your butt. Well, they were actually called butt song number one and butt song number two. 
Okay. <laughs> Should've just been the same song. No, 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 no. See, that was that was the fun of it. Was uh yeah, later here's on another one. Yeah. Later on I would just break into another one. So, okay. Um fair. Yeah. But but that's all of them. I, I should have come up with uh with another one. That'd have been that'd have been a lot more fun. So here is uh here's another love song that I wrote. Um I was inspired uh one night. So I hope that uh, that's a good story, isn't it? Yeah, great origin story. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, I'd like to be more than just your friend. Hell, I'd like to stick my finger in your rear end. But just one thing before I do, can you kind of not fart until I'm through? Because I just want to stick my finger in your butt. If you think that I'm your type of guy, would you let me stick my finger in your brown eye? Well, don't worry if you think your butt's too smelly Cause I got a tube of scented KY jelly And I just want to stick my finger in your butt Wish I wasn't fucking this up You're not really Well, if you went and took a big old nasty dump I don't think I'd want to stick my finger in your rum But if you run on home and you take a shower You can meet me back here in about an hour And then I'll stick my finger in your butt Oh, please, can I stick my finger in your butt? Come on, baby. So you had butt song three as well? Uh-huh. And you just lied, <laughs> trying to hide that that was going to be your next one? Uh, Not on my toes. Next one, butt song four? No, 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 next no, one? no, that, for real, um, for real, that is it. And, unless at the very end of this, uh, there's another one. So, uh. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, Big maybe. Here's the love song I would close the show with. Well, this is the last song that you'll hear. So now, can I stick my finger in your rear? Well, I promise not to go past the first knuckle, so go ahead and undo your belt buckle and let me stick my finger in your butt. Come on, baby. That was a lie. That was butt song number four. No, that was called the last song. The last butt song? No, just the last song. Butt song final? All right. Well, if I... No, I'm just kidding. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it's been a long time, and I fucked up every single one of those. You did fine. Like, if I had to degrade it like a teacher, I would have given that a 95. Hey, nice. Okay. Yeah, because, you all know... Right. I'll take it, man. You got the the A for effort. It all yeah. sounded good. You just got you were a little nervous. I That's have not. It. I have not played guitar. <laughs> well, you know what? I played. I got the electric out about three weeks ago, and I just played the opening to "Smells Like Teen Spirit" <laughs> like, like twenty five cool times. For a minute. <laughs> I had a job at a little cafe in college, and uh, there was a guy named Travis, and he was he was he was a drummer, and uh, <laughs> we we used to go over to his place and uh, get high. And uh, I would just rock out the very opening to <laughs> Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. And he would just rock out the drums. And, man, we just felt like rock stars, man. Because, <laughs> you know, the drums come in and smells like Teen mm -hmm. Spirit. It's like, dang, 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 and then, do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, man. The neighbors had to fucking hate us. And then you hit the 
Wow, wow. No, I couldn't even get that far. I would just do the opening, <laughs> and then it was it. Actually, were you a, are you a fan of the the butt songs? They feel a little outdated. <laughs> <Do they? laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't mean to hurt your feelings. Uh, it's okay, man. They, I mean, I, I wrote these literally twenty plus years. Yeah, ago. yeah. That one was like, if it wasn't about fingering a butt, if maybe I don't know that. That's well, if I only. win. And fisted your gaping asshole. <laughs> no, is that see, better? And, and see, no, that that doesn't work oh, either. No. The only reason that that's crude is just because it's fingering a butthole. Yeah, you know another funny story is um, Olivia and uh, the kids used to go to to church, and I would stay home and I would write these dirty songs. And there were some times watch football where <laughs> Jack maybe wasn't feeling well or. Um, you know, it was just too whiny to go to church. So I would bring him... The strategy, everyone. I would, yeah, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would bring him in here, and he would be in one of those little bouncy things um, that you can kind of spin around in mm-hmm. as well. And, uh, you know, just having my kid home didn't stop me from uh, cranking out some uh, wonderful songs like Prison Man Love and Throbbing Member and The Butt Songs. I have no memories of this either, so this can't be... Well... No, no, you weren't old enough. I, I mean, that's you called child protective services on me for <laughs> for doing stuff like that. But you know what? It could have planted seeds in your brain oh. that have helped to shape the man that you've become today. So, like, if you put headphones on the pregnant belly, yeah, that kind of thing. Which I did that when uh, when your sister was uh, in utero. I don't believe I did that for you. Oh, nice, nice little pun right there. No, it wasn't a, wasn't a pun. It's, it's we were just talking about Nirvana, uh-huh. and then you decided to say. In the utero. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone actually say that. Okay. So uh, I think that's all the songs that I remember how to play. So, yeah. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe uh, maybe a future Lobby Tom X, you can hear uh, some of my other stuff. Because, dude, my inbox is going to be just exploding with people. Just uh, record labels. Wanting me to tour. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, let's... Uh, Contracts. Let's hit the studio, uh, Vince. Because you got it raw, my son. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> was that Eddie Van Halen? Oh, he, that was just, you just played Eruption. Yeah. It's <laughs> the, all the tapping. <laughs> all right, Jack, since uh, this is the official Valentine's Day episode, uh, hang on, let me turn down my other mic. There we go. Which is the uh, the holiday of Amor, or uh, Amore, as uh, some people call it. Or yeah. uh, love, as uh, we call it here in America. I thought I'd ask you maybe to um, pull out your phone and see if you have any uh, emails about <laughs> some potential <laughs> upcoming classes from the Velvet Box, which is a sex shop in our neighborhood, which uh, I, uh, I signed up Jack for their newsletter. Just, you know, wanted to see if there's any classes coming up that, uh, that some lovers out there could uh, possibly sign up for. One day we'll have to go in. I am not going in. <laughs> One day. I am a respected man of this community, and I cannot be seen going in or out of there. So you're you're totally such a respected man in the community that uh-huh. nobody knows you. <laughs> a very limited amount of people would recognize you out in public in our neighborhood. Uh, my last email from them is Wednesday. Uh, spice up your V-Day with Velvet Box. Ditch the chocolate and flowers and skip straight to pleasure this Valentine's Day. Treat yourself, your partner, or both of you to Valentine's gifts that keep on giving with these 10 handpicked products. 
The Doxy cast a three wand. It really can do it all. Dot dot dot. A three wand. Well, it's like the Is that for that lady Doxy- who's got two vaginas? No, it's the it's the third installment of oh. just think of like the, the regular vibrator with the domed end. Why is she holding it like a microphone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she can break her teeth. Oh, that would, there isn't actually a product list. I'll look. I'll explore their gift guide. Okay. I'm going on the internet now. This is going swimmingly. <laughs> what the fuck is this? The Sport Sheets Saffron Love Strap. Sport Sheets? And the tag is BDSM. It just looks like an eye cover. I don't really understand. Uh, it says, calling all lovers of doggy style. <laughs> Pull your partner for a... Closer for a deeper, more fulfilling experience than ever before. This attractive vegan leather strap wraps around the abdomen during doggy style oh. and other from behind positions. Okay. The so, result is diminished pressure on the knees and back, more power to deeply penetrate and pummel with vigor. Pummel? <laughs> and better access to the G spot and or P spot. What? What is the fuck is a P spot? I feel like I'd need to leave that one alone. That's not okay. So Google what the peace spot is. So it's a strap that if your partner is on basically all fours, that you kind of wrap around the abdomen and you pull it towards you. A peace spot is the penis owner's version of a G spot. Oh, it's, yeah, just in your ass. So the prostate spot? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Would you ever be interested in that? I, I don't think pause. so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, like, I don't really want anything up my ass, if I'm honest. But it's like, I remember when I we first heard about it in, like, middle school. And you're like, so I wonder if I, like, stuck my finger up there, if my dick was soft, if I would just kind of, like, gurgle up cum. <laughs> we just thought, like... Don't well, ever it, say gurgle up cum again. <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things where I, you you don't know, like... We always thought it was just the in- instant cum spot, so we're like, we just always wondered. So I'm curious. You've never tried? Can you do it no. to yourself? Yeah, you, you can. All you gotta do is put something up your butt. Well, no, I mean, of course, yeah. I, I, I was I thinking, always thought. I was thinking with fingers though. Could you? I don't know. Probably depends on the person. Yeah, my fingers aren't very long. Yeah, but I feel like you could probably do your middle finger and like really get up there. Gosh, but I just it's. Really get up. It, it, it's just one of those things where it's your G spot. You're not going to ever have a different one. One day, I feel like experiencing it just might as well, you know? Is it a much better orgasm than a regular orgasm? I don't know. Maybe I'll get back to you tomorrow. Okay. No, definitely not. I. That's going to be something where if I am with a lady and she's like, hey, I'm like, no, you're not pegging me. You're not pegging me. That would I'd bleed and stretch and rip and there's the opening. Fuck <laughs> and, and fuck that. I don't have interest in getting railed. Okay, I, I'm not gonna do it myself. Is all I gotta say. That it would have to be an outside influence of like <laughs> she's like, hey, if you wash your ass, would you want to try that? And I'd be like, you know, we'll we'll give it a shot. <laughs> oh, really? Because I'm curious. Okay. I mean, it's not like we have an easier to reach G spot. Okay. And you know what? I'm life's too short. <laughs> you know, like I'm not gonna uh-huh. go out seeking it, and I'm not gonna go in the bathroom and do it myself. 
but you'll be damned if you're going to be on your deathbed wishing that you would have done that. Exactly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So she's like, you know, I can't, I have small hands and fingers. I I can't get there, Jack. What can I use to, uh, to stimulate your P-spot now that you're into it? (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. Zucchini? That is... (laughs) Big. No, that's, that's cucumber. A little bit big. Or which is bigger, a zucchini or a cucumber? I think a cucumber. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't if you really put two of them in front of me, I wouldn't know which is which. Unless you cut into them. Yeah. I mean, w- would you allow a dildo? No. <laughs> Why? Well, you don't know what's going on back there. No, because it's thick as hell, and also it's a penis <laughs> shape. Oh, I just I think I'm all right on that. What if it was a real slender? If it was one uh, of those dildos dildo. that doesn't have like shape <laughs> and veins, you know, like one of those ones that's just like basically just like a cylinder with like a conical end. Conical. It's like a cylinder, and then it just kind of comes up to a rounded end rather okay. than flat. Okay. Like if it was one of those, I'd be much more willing to try that than. <laughs> One that has a vein and a head that I'm going to feel like I don't want to play just the tip and actually, ugh. but the, but the, just the tip, that's like the smaller part that just, you know, it, it slides in easier. I don't want the, I don't want a real dick shade one. <laughs> Obviously, if you had to choose between one or the other, you would not choose the dick one either. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm but just like, I, I would can I get put up my butt? That's skinnier. Lots of things. I want, I want something with the smaller circumference if I had to do this. Like a straw from Sonic. <laughs> Gross, man. I, I, I feel like if if yeah. we were asked the uh, the opposite end of the question, like, what are some things around the house you'd put your dick in? We'd be much more easily able to come up with options than... What do we want to put up our ass? Well, you came up with hot pocket uh, recently, a pepperoni hot pocket for the for the dick, and meatball I was like, hot I, pocket. I, I think you're onto something. I there. think the meatball mozzarella. Get in there. Yeah. Four cheese would be uh-huh. all right. Uh, maybe maybe you, even get one of the pretzel bread ones, so the bread doesn't fall apart as easy either. Got to be careful, man. That's fucking lava coming out of there. <laughs> yeah. Until the middle when it's a uh, ice. RJ, right, got anything else from uh, the sex shop? Um, there was a webinar. Uh, that I missed out on, which is your guide to great oral for her. Um, ugh, come on, they call it the cunning linguist. That's fucking stupid. What vulva owner doesn't love receive, receiving a toe curling oral sesh? This one hour course is designed to stimulate excitement between you and your partner. All right, Jack, I just went to their website. They do have some on demand sex education classes. What does on-demand mean? Um, basically, you can go on their website and pay for it and watch it anytime you want oh. to. Yeah, no way in hell. At the end of the cunning linguist one, it said, ladies, bring your partner with you if they don't want to come alone. No way I'm going to that class alone. I feel so weird. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Bruce. <laughs> How's it going? There yeah. would totally be a guy named Bruce yeah. in there, too. <laughs> my lady doesn't like my tongue skills. That's something I'd have to watch. So many openings you're like, giving me, Jack. Give me like a YouTube video. Uh, here's a class called Toys for Penises. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Ready to create new sensations on the penis? <laughs> Learn about four different types of sex toys used to stimulate and thrill. Leave this class ready to introduce them into your bedroom to create more connection and pleasure immediately. 
I wonder if they have sounding rods there. Oh, gosh, there's no way. All right, so cock rings. Yeah. So there's, there's like, the, the Super Blower 3000, those, like, robot ones. You ever seen those? With a Kickstarter? Where it's, <laughs> where it's got, like... <laughs> You just, it's like a mouth, and you put your dick in, oh, and, and it, it's like doing all the shit in there. And it, it's like, like moving like a mouth? Yeah, like you don't have to fuck it. You just put your dick in and close your eyes, and then, you know, you're done. Would that fit in with fleshlights? So if we do cock so. and then fleshlights, mm -hmm. that leaves two. I know. And what else could there be? I don't know. For $29, you can, uh, you can watch and find out. There's no way they have sounding rods there, no, right? Oh, no. No. What? But, but where else do they have them? I feel like there's got to be a physical location where you can mm, buy them. I don't know. If there's four male sex toys in this demonstration that you can... How much does it cost to buy that? 30 bucks? Yeah. Ridiculous. 48-hour rental. What? Like, oh, like you can watch like, it in forty-eight within 48 hours. I was thinking for the toys. Oh, gosh. Like, they, if they do rentals for sex toys, that's gross. Oh, Jack, here's one that we can do together, raising sexually healthy kids. So we can yeah, sit, we can sit down and, and watch this you together. You can't make me go. This course will explore small but meaningful steps you can take to ensure your kids are gaining the information they need to make healthy sexual choices for themselves. Condom. So, uh, today's movie came out in uh, <laughs> 2023. Sex Toys 101 for vulvas. Ooh. Or Jack's asshole. <laughs> Boring married sex. Hey, there you go. <laughs> this course will discuss and explore five scientific ways to increase passion, romance, and intimate connection in your marriage. Open your relationship. <laughs> Rev up your thirst for sex and desire for your partner to create passion-filled marriage. By the end of this class, you will have learned specific techniques and ideas to help you create a passion-filled marriage. Save. <laughs> <laughs> Silver sex. Hey, you're getting there. <laughs> and mom's turning, mom turning forty nine this year. No, fifty. Oh God, yeah, you're gonna be fifty four. She's gonna be fifty. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep that one. Make a splash. Journey to the G spot. <laughs> How to make her squirt like a demon. One oh one. We've talked about that before. I would not. I would not want that. It's it's weird. I, I think it would be a cool novelty. Like you've you've seen the porn, and you're like, oh wow, gosh, what, what you know? Because they look like it feels really really good. Mm -hmm. But if that happened in real life, I think I'd be horrified. I think I'd feel like, what I do? What I do? What <laughs> did I do? Something wrong? I broke her. I broke it. <laughs> it's broken. Her pussy's broken. Yeah. Do you want to put down a tarp to have sex, man? Yeah, cover the walls. Do the the Amer American Psycho. Yeah. Want to wear one of those ponchos? <laughs> Play some Huey Lewis in the background. Yeah. All right, Jack, you got anything else for uh, the Valentine's Day lobby? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and uh, a special guest will unveil today's movie. Hello? Hi, is this uh, Olivia? It is. Oh, okay. Hi, Olivia. This is uh, Vince and Jack from the Movie Muggin podcast, and you were live on oh, the air. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thanks. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. 30 years you've been my Valentine. I know. That's it's a uh, really long time. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. 
So what's your favorite Valentine's uh, memory with me? Seriously? You can only pick one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's the Valentine's Day where you gave me that book we write in. Okay. Yeah. So guys, I hit a home run with this. I don't like Valentine's Day. I don't don't think many guys do like Valentine's Day. Uh, They pretend to like Valentine's Day or they... They do what they have to do to uh, keep their, you know, their significant other happy. It's like the the Limp Biscuit song, did it off for the nookie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. That could be the Valentine's Day anthem for uh, for guys. But one year I got a, a blank book and I decided, you know what, this could be something like that we like a journal. Yeah, and yeah. I wrote like a little sweet love note in there and said, you know, this is something that we can write notes to each other and pass it back and forth and have forever and then one day when we're dead our kids will find it and read through it and they'll see how much we love each other. Throw it in the fire. No, you're not. <laughs> and I wouldn't. No. I couldn't. I couldn't. And and so every Valentine's Day we would typically, you know, write a little note in there and then maybe put it underneath the pillow or something like that. Um I've done the last two Valentine's Day and there's been no reciprocation, so I'm not sure <laughs> how, you know, how... I really thought I had written in it last how, Valentine's Day, but... How exactly I, I feel about that, but... Um, I really thought I was the last one to write in it. But I hit it out of the park with that, and that's something that probably all women would like to have. And it's cheap. Yeah, it is cheap. And now w- there's only a few pages left. In the in the journal, yeah. After twenty five years, other times too. Oh yeah, we like anniversaries and just because. And I think there's some apology letters from me in there. (laughs) I know for a fact there is. Hey, sorry, it's been rough at work, and I'm sorry I took it out on you. And uh, you know, put some ice on it. You'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. So anyway, Olivia, we are reaching out to you because um, it's the Valentine's Day episode. And uh, yep. typically we will pick a, uh, a romantic comedy because uh, Jack has fallen in love with them. I'm not looking forward to watching one today, though. I don't think you felt like watching one when we did The Ugly Truth. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just complaining. So anyway, we, we had a bunch of uh, people send in movie suggestions for our rom-com. But what I've done with all the things people have sent in and then the, you know, we had some months where we did the parameters and I, what I've done is I've, I've just thrown them all in the movie mug and bucket and they're all, they're all mixed, mixed together. Mixed in there together. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't want to look through there and just see some of your parameters and stuff. Cause I figured one day we can just reach in there and grab something. So what yeah. I decided to do is to get my lovely wife of almost 30 years, the opportunity to pick the uh, movie that we watched for today. And I did. So what you got? Okay. This movie came out in 2008. It's rated R. Ooh. Yep. It's an hour and 51 minutes. Got 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 on IMDb, and 81% of Google users liked it. Okay. All right. The Mormon mothers say that... um, there is a scene where a couple is shown having sex in three different sexual positions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and another sexual scene with loud moaning. Okay. Right. All right. There are multiple occasions of full frontal nudity. I know what this is. Including clear views of buttocks and penis. And Jason Seagal's penis. Yep, I know Damn what this you. is too. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, Mila Kunis, yeah. 
All right. There are 39 uses of the F word, eight sexual references, 20 scatological terms, 22 anatomical terms, and seven mild obscenities. And it is forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh-huh. All right. Y'all tell me this movie's great. I I watched for the, this for the listeners. I watched like 30 minutes of it and I thought it was terrible. And then I saw his Jason Seagull's dick. And I just turned it off. I don't think it's Seagull. I you, think it's Seagull, you, isn't it? He's not you related to 30 Steven. minutes of this movie? I Maybe not 30. No. I, watched, I watched a decent amount. I think his penis is shown pretty early in it. Because what? I the, think so, too. The blonde, the blonde chick broke up with him and he was mad or something. And I saw his penis. <laughs> I was like, why him? Show me any other <laughs> male actor's penis and I'll probably be happier. Like who? Brad Pitt. You'd like to see Brad Pitt's penis? <laughs> Much better than, I mean, Jason Seagal, he's, not that he's like, or Seagull, whatever. He's not like that unattractive, but there's something, I, I don't like him. Really? I, I don't think I've really seen him in much. Have you seen I Love You, Man, with Paul Rudd? Yeah, he's just a weirdo. I, okay. I don't, All right. All just right. weird. So let me There's just no way he gets with Mila Kunis either. That's going to be hard to get over. Getting back to <laughs> actors' penises. Is is a penis something that a woman wants to see on the screen? I don't think so, no. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm asking you a question. It's it's pretty easy, yes I or no. Don't, well, I can't, I can't speak for all the women. Yeah. If, so if, what are you? I don't, because honestly, like, I, I don't know. I've not seen any of the Magic Mike movies, but I know, like, a group of girls that have gone out to see it. Do they, does Magic Mike show that? I don't know. I don't know. Like, who's that guy, Channing Tatum? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Would you like to see Channing so, Tatum's penis, Jack? <laughs> More than Jason Siegel. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't speak for other women about wanting to see penises on the screen. I don't want to. I saw a giant one at the end of Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was... unexpected. <laughs> we saw that on the big screen. Uh-huh. Like, we were at the movie theater for that one. Great movie. Not forgetting that. No. So if we were watching TV and I was watching a movie and you were crushing candy and I said, oh, look, it's Brad Pitt's dick. Would you look up to see Brad Pitt's dick? <laughs> I would. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No reason not to. If you missed it, would you right? say, uh, hey, rewind? You should just no. look it up later. No. Okay. No. It's more like morbid curiosity, you know, like a... Morbid? You don't want to look... No, you know, no, not like that. But like, you know, you don't want to look away. Okay, so you know, if you had to like pick, you'd be like, nah, I'm good. So, whose dong would you rather see, Brad Pitt, Bradley Cooper, or uh, Matthew McConaughey? Are you asking me? Yeah, and then Jack. <laughs> I don't want to see any of their dongs. You have to look at one of their dongs. Which one? I don't want. <laughs> no, you don't want to. to. You you have to. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, My do. eyes are closed. Yeah, she doesn't play a game. Yeah. Give me Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, I'm fresh off of watching Fight Club. So that's what I'm putting the picture that goes in my brain for Brad Pitt right now. Yeah, he was cut. So let me see Brad Pitt's dick. Okay. So you ready to do this? Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Well, thank you, Olivia. We appreciate you. Yep. And uh, happy no Valentine's Day. Love you. You too. Love right. you. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Are right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. Hello. Hi, is this uh, Olivia? You know it is. Hey, this is uh, Vincent Jack from Movie Muggin. You are live on the air right now. 
Um, yeah, we're going to need you to pick again because uh, <laughs> I thought Jack was going to go on strike uh, during <laughs> during that movie. All right. Well, and, you're in luck. And we had to watch the unrated version, which basically showed... Which the Mormon mothers did not warn you about? No. And it showed more penis... Uh, Jason Siegel's penis and his butthole. And balls. <laughs> yeah, oh, his butthole. That's unfortunate. Why is there a butthole in a movie? Yeah. I can't remember why. necessary. Like he bent over and... Yeah, because he was crying. Yeah. Um, so he winked okay. at Sarah Marshall during that time, I think. Gross. Okay, so you uh, you, you said, I'm in luck, so you, you have something ready? Yeah, yeah. I have a second pick for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? I am. Okay. This movie came out in 2004. It's rated PG-13, so there should not be a director's cut. Or a butthole. It's a, or a butthole. It's an hour and 30 minutes. Nice. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 27%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like my movie. But IMDb users uh, gave it a 6 out of 10, and 73% of Google users liked it. So. All right. All right. That's good, right? Sure. Sometimes yeah. Rotten Tomatoes isn't right. Yeah. So. No, I mean. I agree. Yeah, there's there's been plenty where Jack's like 23 on Rotten Tomatoes, and then later we're like, man, that was a kick-ass movie. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. So uh, the Mormon mothers say there is some very sensual dancing. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Sexual comments throughout. Um, a man finds his wife and another man having sex. Yeah. Moaning is heard and objects near the bed are shaking. Uh, there's some drinking, some pot smoking, one use of the F-bomb, one use of the word slut, douchebag is said once, eight uses of damn, ten shits, three asses, and bastard is said one time. Okay. So, I mean, it is PG-13, so. All right, lay it on us. Okay, it's called Along Came Polly. All right. With, Never uh, heard of it. Ben Stiller. Hey, and you're not oh. supposed to do that. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't listen to y'all. <laughs> well, now you know. Okay. So, Jack, we're going to stick with this one no matter what, right? Yep. All right. Well, just in case, a Olivia. Long came Polly. Yeah. Yep. If, if you would, just uh, come up with a third one. And uh, <laughs> we, no. we could be calling you in 45 minutes. I'm not with a third movie. Okay. Well, sounds good. We will get right on it. All right. It. Enjoy. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. So you feel better about this? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2004's Along Came Polly. Yep. We made it through. We did. And you, uh, you had a good time with it, sounded like. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah. All right. Well, let me give it the 50 cent tour. This movie is about, uh, what's his name? <laughs> ben Stiller? No, 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 no. Yeah, like I his, know. his name in this. I know. That's why I said Ben Stiller. I have no fucking clue. We just literally turned off the movie. They had to say his name. Ruben. Ruben, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, about a guy named Ruben played by, um, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> And um, he gets married, and he goes on his honeymoon, and uh, the first day of his honeymoon, his wife is banging the scuba instructor, so he goes back to New York, 
He's ready to get back on the, the dating scene, and he meets up with Polly, who is played by the lovely Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. They start hanging out and dating, and uh, he is like this um, no-risk-taker guy at all. His job is to... Um, He's a risk assessor for an insurance company. Yeah, and he takes it to the the very extreme. It's a lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. not just a job for him. Where Polly is a fly-by-the-seat-of-the-pants. She doesn't worry about any shit like that. And so it's kind of a, can this really work out between these two? And then, uh, guess what? The wife comes back and wants to get back with uh, Ruben. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, you'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. But there is, of course... Like, I think every eight out of ten rom-coms has the, hurry up, she's leaving. Oh. Chase after her. (laughs) Don't get on that plane. It's the classic story. Yes. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Actuary Ruben Pfeffer is so aware of the risk inherent in all situations that he is unable to risk anything. His bride, Lisa Kramer, seems perfect but cheats on him during their honeymoon. Back home in New York City, his best friend, former child star Sandy, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, urges him to attend a party. There he meets an ex-classmate, Polly Prince, played by Jennifer Aniston, whose spirited ways spark his adoration but confound his neurosis. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, it was pretty good. So yeah, this had a Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston, Philip Seymour Thomas, Alec Baldwin, uh, a tiny little part by Kevin Hart. Yeah, very tiny. <laughs> yeah. So Philip Seymour Thomas is not a comedic actor. I thought it was Hoffman. Yeah, Hoffman is not a comedic actor. I'm struggling with names today. Okay. Did you think he was right for this? That role was for Jack Black. 100% should have been Jack Black. It would have been 100 times better. I, I didn't have a problem with it, but now that you say something, I can totally see that, yes, Jack Black. They yeah. fucked up by not giving that role to Jack Black. Yes, and I agree. So there was a lot of basketball scenes when Philip Seymour Morrison... Um, <laughs> Hey, respect the dead. Yeah. Have some respect. Well, he didn't earn any respect in this movie. I mean, he he it was, was he was great in Boogie Nights. He was he was great in Almost Famous. He's been great in a lot of movies. He's a great actor. This this role was not for him. There were some funny things. He, he it wasn't all not funny. But I I can't remember anything specific he said. I know I laughed during this movie, so I'm just kind of assuming that some of those laughs were he said something. Um Well, he sharted. <laughs> yeah, and he, he walked funny. That's the first time I ever heard the word sharded, and I was like, that's genius. That's when, the first time you ever heard that? When this in, came out. In 2004. Yeah, I think so. I, I was alive when okay. you learned what sharding was. I'd never heard of it. Nobody said sharded. <laughs> Look, you got to hear it for the first time yeah, sometime. I know, but sharded is one of those things that I thought was like, Galileo was like, oh, sorry, assistant, I sharted just now. No. You know, as as soon as the word fart was made and as soon as the word shit was made, I figured shart was just a year later. No. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it makes sense that way, right? I, I'd never heard I, it. I'm not delusional. I never heard it till this movie, <laughs> and then I started using it pretty regularly. Yeah. Have you ever sharted? Yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah, you shattered out on the couch one time. Shit your pants. That was not a shard. I shitted. That was just a straight up shit your pants. (laughs) Well, one time when I was a kid and I had white underwear and I used to shower in y'all's bathroom, one of them had a big brown stain in the the back and I was like, whoa. Well, that could be from not wiping as well or that could be from like scratching your butthole. No, that was, it was poop stain. It it was not... Necessarily a small skid mark. But did you remember the shard? 
or you're just no, assuming you sharted? I didn't remember doing it. I, I, I'm not much of a... I usually fart or I shit. I don't usually shart. There's been some times where I felt like that was a really wet fart. <laughs> I need to go check. I've Yeah, I've checked luckily, hundreds of times. <laughs> luckily, it, there's never been anything in there. What would you do if you like sharted at work? Like, like, what would you do? Like, like a, a significant shart. <laughs> what is significant? I mean, enough to where you're gonna feel it and it's uncomfortable. Uh, you feel the wetness in your pants. Well, I would go to the bathroom. I would take uh, my shorts off or pants, whatever. Take my underwear off. I'd scrape whatever is in the underwear into the toilet, and you put them back on. Well, but there's also wipes in there, like Clorox wipes. I would try to see what I can do, because I don't care about the contact on my ass. I, and, of course, I'd clean up my ass as well. I care if I'm going to walk around smelling like shit. And if I can get the smell out, there's no way the shit stain's going to come out that easy. But as long as I don't smell that bad, and it's just, like, in the fabric, not actually, like, shit there, you know... No, no, I can deal with a wet spot in my underwear. First thing I thought of is as I go to the bathroom and I take off my undies and I throw them away and I wipe my ass. Because then you gotta get a bunch of like towels and paper towels and put them over your underwear in the in the trash. And okay. what if somebody finds it's gonna smell? What do, you, what do you mean? What if somebody finds them? Oh, I, I'm drying my hands. My oh, my wedding ring fell off in the, in the trash. What you are know, these? I'm who do these belong to? Risk assessment. Call the security. We have to find out who threw away these underwear. Uh, well, there are certain things that I am not willing to take any risks on. Throwing away a pair of underwear in a, a restroom? Yes, I understand. Ninety-nine percent chance that nobody would ever know anything. Ninety-nine point nine 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 nine. But still, that is one of those things. Where I just, I simply will not take a risk on that. I'm not going to put dirty underwear back on that I, that I sharted in. Well, think about, so would you, I mean, you, you clean them as best you can. It's just a stain at this point. No longer actually, it's just a poop stain, no poop. But they're going to be wet. I mean, whatever. But I just, I think I would rather play it safe. You know, you might see it as ridiculous, I will never be talked. <laughs> like, if somebody did find it, and they're like, hey, did you shit your pants and throw them away? What are they going to do? You say no, and they're going to be like, okay, everybody pull down their pants. I want to see but, who's not wearing still, underwear. Are they going to believe you? The face you're going to make when they say that is going <laughs> to be one of, oh, fuck. And they're, they're just going to know. I'm surprised, because you're the type of guy who'd be like, yeah, I did. I sharted. Well, and it's and just, get a good laugh it's out just of it. depending on who it is. Yeah. If it's the work friend... You know what? All right. But there's just certain... Would you like everyone to know that you shit your pants at work and had to throw your... They found your underwear They're not going to find my underwear. It's a hypothetical, you cunt. Why do you have to always do this to me? I, I say something like this, and then your entire answer for the 10 minutes we talk about it, there's no way they'll find that. But that's not going to happen. Play along. Play along? Right? Okay. Play along. How is somebody going to find your underwear? And then I will play along. <laughs> Maybe and they're, they're drying their hands and they're waiting. <laughs> or they like Falls stumble the and they, they kick it over and all yeah, the paper towels <laughs> fall out and expose your and underwear your that you underwear. planted in there. And, and they have Jack <laughs> written on them and yeah, Sharpie. It's just one of those things. Okay. I don't know how the outcome would be. I highly doubt anyone would find it. 
but I don't care because I am not ever going to deal with the consequence of that. Okay. That's just embarrassing. Well, yeah. There's n- not much more embarrassing than you can that you can do in public than shit your pants and be caught. The only other thing that's worse is like proposing in a very public area and getting knowed. Oh, yeah. That'd be rough. That'd be real rough. Yeah, I'd run away. Like, <laughs> just get me out of there. You should not ask somebody to marry you if you're not 100% sure that they're going to say yes. Yeah, and also in public. That's fucked up. Yeah, you talk about that shit Pressure. ahead of time. You know, you've already talked about ring. That's not a surprise decision. No, it's not. It's just the surprise is when exactly is it going to happen, mm-hmm. right? That's just a terrible idea. I don't know what circumstances somebody would just be like, I don't know what she's going to say, but you know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to throw it out there and see what happens. That's uh, terrible. <sighs> Have you ever thought about how you might uh, ask somebody to get married one day? No. Go up in a hot air balloon and, and have it... <laughs> I will, sp- you will uh, never see me in a hot air balloon. That is scary. Fuck that. Maybe shorten some underwear Wait, and... The and, ugly truth they got in a hot air balloon. Maybe I will. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought more like... Like, you did it at, like, a mom's parents' lake house? Uh, no, mom's parents' parents' lake house. Oh, and was was it just y'all two or other people there? No, the whole family was there. But I took but her. But you did it in private. Yeah, yeah. I took exactly. Her, I took her up on the poop deck. Yeah, I um, remember that. There, there's like this little, little balcony that overlooks the lake, and we went up there. What and, did you tell her? Hey, let's go look at the sunset. I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. But so I was getting extra money a month. I was in college, and I was getting money from the GI Bill and the Army College Fund. Mm-hmm. As long as I was in school full time, I was getting five hundred sixteen dollars a month which was more than enough to cover my books and tuition and all that stuff then, plus the job that I had. So you just saved extra from each paycheck? Yeah, and, and she knew that I had it on I had it on layaway, the, the ring, mm. back then. I don't know if they have layaway anymore, but layaway was fucking kick-ass. Um, we were poor, so I bought her engagement ring, and people are going to laugh right now. Uh, but they're also, a lot of guys are going to be like, damn, dude, that's good for you, because... They say that you're supposed to spend like three months salary or something on the it's, wedding it's ring. It's fake and it's bullshit. That's ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous, like, man. As long as I don't get you a ring pop, there should be no problem. Yeah. It, it, my my love should not have to be shown through how much money I spent on your ring. 100%. You know? I think that is bullshit, but I feel like a lot of people would like understand you don't want to break the bank for a fucking stupid ring. I don't want to start out in debt in this marriage. Exactly. And it's like, and we've been together for long enough to be deciding to get married Mm -hmm. and feel good about the future. It's not a deal breaker if I don't spend $15,000 on your ring. You love me. I love you. Mm -hmm. If you get mad about what ring I give you, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. So we went to, uh, Mervyn's and uh, picked out her <laughs> engagement ring. And so I know you don't know what a Mervyn's is. Think uh, it's some shitty jewelry shop. No, not in no, business anymore. No, think Coles. Oh, <laughs> they sold clothes and all sorts of stuff. Hey, well, but they also, also sold jewelry. 19. Yeah, but we, <laughs> what's she gonna say? We were fucking dirt poor, man. We yeah. were, we were living on our own in college, and man, we would fucking eat 99 cent frozen pizzas all the time. And, and 99 cent. Mm-hmm. We would drink I guess uh, it was like the nineties. Check cola from Winn Dixie, which was like twenty six cents a two liter. We got the ham and cheese loaf, 
you know, for lunch meat. It had like little specks of cheese in it, so we didn't have to buy both cheese <laughs> and, and ham. Dude, we were fucking poor. <laughs> but I had a long layaway, and then I ended up getting one of my army checks and didn't tell her that that I got it. And so mm-hmm. I went and got the ring out of layaway and then took it up to the lake. So did she you let her decide the ring? Yeah. I didn't know. See, that's something I don't know. Is like the marriage shouldn't be a surprise, but the ring, how is that? Well, so I'd fuck, I didn't know. I just I'd seen my mom's diamond ring and what it looked like, but there's all different shapes. There's like a opal shape mm-hmm. or teardrop shape and diamond shape and yeah, she was telling me what she wanted, and I was like, well, I don't know what that means. So we went and looked, and she was like, oh, yeah, I really like that one. So um, I don't remember how much it was. We'll, we'll call her here at the end of this and just like kind of let her know how, how the movie went, and I can ask her you know, if she remembers how much the ring was. <laughs> Is it a real diamond? Um, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm sure it was real cheap. I thought diamonds were always like super expensive. No, not all diamonds are expensive. Sometimes there's diamonds that, that are a little cloudy that are less mm. expensive. Hers isn't cloudy. I've but, never you know, it's, look at y'all's rings. It's not the quality that you would get like at Jared's or Hellsberg's or yeah. Zales or, or whatever. You know, I fucking got it at Mervyn's. It's basically a department store. So, <laughs> And yours is a plain gold circle. How's that? Yeah, because I don't fucking care. Well, no, I don't either, but what man has a a nice diamond rock on their hand, you know? Who knows, Besides pimps. (laughs) Exactly. I I think that's just how everyone should think. What? Like a pimp? (laughs) Well, uh, no. All right, so Ruben finds his wife fucking the scuba guy, and they still have their uh, flippers on, Mm -hmm. which was kind of a nice touch. So he immediately flies back to New York, and everybody fucking knows they had, uh, his mom had told his, his boss. bitch mom called everyone. Yeah, she was a bitch. And so he walks into the office, and as he's walking in, everybody's looking at him like, oh, <laughs> you know, and so, how fucking, so sorry. God, how embarrassing would that be? I don't know that I'd ever go back to New York. I think I would just fucking be like, you know what? If you got back and everyone knew, you think you'd just turn around and leave? Yeah, I think I'd go to another state and just start my life over. You know, I'm really good at my job of being the, the risk person. Really? That'd be I, so fucking embarrassing, I man. I would put headphones on or earbuds in. I'd lock my door. I'd do the shutters. I just w- would not want to talk to anybody. And just I'd be like, mind your fucking business. It's none of your fucking business. Gosh, how, how fucking embarrassing, though. It's almost as bad as if they found out he shit his pants <laughs> and threw his underwear away. So what did you, what did you think about this couple? Especially compared to other movies we had watched. No. Yeah, dog shit, right. Yeah. The only strong feeling I had for this movie was for his uh, his ex-wife that I hated so much. Go to hell. I hate you. It's a horrible thing to do to a person. If, if, you, if you did that to me and, and you got kidnapped, I'd just pretend I didn't see you get kidnapped. You know, how fucking dare you? And that's actually not a fair trade. But you know what? Like sounds fair to me, man. After after what, what she did, that? yeah, she didn't just cheat on him. Yeah, she on the first day of their honeymoon. Well, once she got married to someone she didn't want to get married to. Evidently, that's already horribly fucked up. Mm-hmm. You're leading somebody on to the point of getting married, and then you fuck some <laughs> some guy on their honeymoon. Like that is that is that is egregious. On yeah. the first day of their honeymoon, on a boat with some trashy scuba guy? Like, come on, that is so disrespectful and humiliating and completely rude, you know? You're a, you're a, a fucking psychopath if you do that. 
The best thing that could have happened is, is she should have got syphilis from him and gone blind or whatever STD makes you go blind. I thought she should have got that. That made you like not able to walk. Syphilis? I think that's that's polio. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I I don't understand how they how one he decided he wanted to be with her and two who Polly? Yeah. What do you mean? She was hot. Well, yeah, but and nice. I mean, yeah, but they're complete opposites. It, you know, if I had my life so perfectly put together and... But it's boring. Yeah, it's but at the same time, I, I don't know. I, just, I couldn't get past a lot of the unrealistic shit in this movie. Two weeks after his wife does her whole stunt on their honeymoon, he's out on the dating scene. He meets his girl, the complete opposite of him. It's It's like she's like... 18 and just moved out and it's like he's 55 working on getting to be retired you know he did have those old white shoes like yeah old guys wear. <laughs> they're, they're like complete opposites i don't feel like that would have happened and then also he decided to wipe with a clearly special cloth so he goes and shits in her bathroom and it's a, it's a good shit scene he i i didn't think so oh i mean i've seen dumb and dumber and this is I it's just not. Ever I don't care, man. Better it if, was if it's a bathroom scene where there's farting <laughs> and shitting. I'm I'm into it. But I also hate when movies are so uncreative and they use the same five or six fart noises that have been used yeah. since movies stopped being silent. You it's know, it's a cheesy rom com, man. What do you expect? Record a real fart. It's not just cheesy rom coms. It's every fucking movie. <laughs> See, we even got one, uh-huh. and we know we're not getting paid to do this. Hey, Hollywood, you need some new uh, fart sounders? Yeah, we got plenty. Moviemugging at gmail.com. Let me know what you want. If you need some some wet ones, maybe I can get Jack to <laughs> shart. Hit us up, man. And yeah, we could maybe contact Amy underscore fart 69, see if she'll come out of retirement. Rest in peace, Amy underscore <laughs> fart 69. But he wiped with her grandma's like hand sewn whatever he didn't know that but dude look if he, you are at a person's house especially a love prospect how are you going to okay. handle that all right so let's put you in that situation you have ibs those noises that were coming from his stomach that was not it did not go well in the bathroom i mean yeah. he 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 exploded over that toilet it, it's one of those that the the splatter gets in places on the toilet. You're like, how is that even possible? <laughs> Except all he did that it was got there dryly fart because they he, were so uncreative. It was implied though that, yes. that he'd had yes horrible diarrhea. Are you there. asking what I'm I would do? There's like two pieces of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. There's a, a ferret on the floor. There's a vinyl shower curtain, and there's a fucking like a little. What are they called? Doilies or something? Little handkerchief looking thing with some embroidery on it. What are you doing in that situation? Wiping with my underwear? That is the only choice. And then what are you doing with it, Jack? Then you know what you have to do there. If there's not a window in the bathroom, you bury it in the the middle of the trash can. She empties that trash, Jack, and she's going to know. Like at work, people aren't going to know. She is going to know. You think you've got me back into a corner. I do. I can tell by the look on your face. But that, in that situation, you have choices. There's, Not many. you have A, B, C, and D in the first situation. In this one, you have A, 
where else are you going to put it? Why don't you? And then he tried to flush that thing down the toilet. (laughs) And then he tried to plunge it with this thing that she had spent $200 on. It was a loofah. There is no chance in hell she is giving him another chance. Well. And he also flooded the bathroom and ruined her wooden floors. Yeah. It wasn't that much. It, but it's still, ru- it's going to rot and mold. Not, no, it's, wood. it's not. It's not. You fucking mop it up. You put some towels down. It's it's solved in 20 minutes. But there are cracks. Oh, my goodness. Are towels going to absorb it from six inches below the floor? You're deflecting. Let's let's find out what you're really going to do with that underwear now. Yeah, I, I told you. I'm going to throw it in the trash. You are. Dude, you're 100% getting said. caught. 100% getting caught. How? She empties her trash. Yeah, so do people at workplaces. How do you think that that trash gets emptied? They don't know it you because there's a lot of people who shit there. You are the <laughs> only person who's shitting in her bathroom, and you put your shit-covered underwear in there. She's going to smell it when she walks in. She's going to hey, empty her trash. I have she's going to see I your fucking shit-stained underwear, and she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Okay, so what do you think? So you think if someone... So if you go in your bathroom and someone was over recently and you think the trash smells bad, you're going to dig through it? No. You're going to empty it, and when you're emptying it into something, you're going to see that fucking pair of underwear fall out. I mean, I don't, it depends on what kind of trash. We put Walmart bags in our trash cans, or I do up here. Polly does not put Walmart bags okay. in her trash can. Well, then... What if there was nothing in her trash can to begin with? There's no toilet paper left. I was, I was thinking about this. You can pretend to be embarrassed about something else, like like maybe you're blowing your nose a bunch. It's all a stretch. But as long as you can get the trash can away and empty it where she can't see it, it's a it's a win anyway. Where you can empty so you can it. Be like, hey, I'm sorry, there's something I, I was embarrassed. I had a really bloody nose and I I don't want to leave that in your trash. So I'm gonna so take I'm gonna your go, trash I'm can. gonna go to the dumpster and empty it for you <laughs> real quick. And then you know what? You're going to be so appreciative of me, and you're going to have no okay. choice but to believe me. Okay. How, how's that? Oh, no, that's pretty How, bad. The, pretty bad. Well, it's better than getting caught with your shitty trousers in the underwear or <laughs> in the trash can. That was a bad scene all around, man. That'd be a horrible, horrible thing to go out on a first date and then just have explosive diarrhea in their bathroom. It was a no win situation. It could have been handled better. Okay. Hey, can I have some toilet paper? I don't think he wanted her to know that he was in there shitting. Who cares? I mean, as long as, or in my eyes, and you know, if we're all human. Okay. And I would want someone to hand me toilet paper if I needed it. First date with a girl you really, really, really dig. She's hot. You go up to her <laughs> apartment and you have to drop the deuce. You're cool with her knowing that? Look, I know everybody <laughs> does it. But you it's, do not want that to happen. Yes, and it's it's not cool. It's inconvenient. But you know what? I feel like I'd rather ask. It's a bad omen, is what that is. I, I feel like I'd rather. I feel like I'd rather even like. Okay, hear me out. Here's another option. <laughs> Wipe with your hand if you have. Yeah, to. I kind of thought about that because that way you have clean underwear. Oh gosh. No clogging. No evidence. <sighs> it's all flushed down the sink. <laughs> Or you could even... It's all under your nails, though. I mean, it's... God. No, it doesn't have to. It could. That's... You just scoop. Oh, you're scooping with, like, your fingers? You're scooping it out? Well, what do you mean? I don't, well, how do you, why, how do you wash your ass? Do you, you put your fingers in there? 
Of, like in your like in your butt crack? <laughs> I was about to say you. No, I, your, of course, I don't put my fingers your, in my ass. Not in your butthole. I in the shower, I like credit card a bunch. Yeah, a credit card, but like the outside of your hand, like if you're gonna karate yeah, chop something. But if you have no choice, so that's not karate chopping's not gonna get it done. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're gonna have to move your hand and get more oh, surface area. Gosh. Um, I know. You know I, what? It's it's your own shit. I, You'll be scarred. You'll remember that day for the rest of your life that you wiped your hand with your or ass with your hand. What if you flushed it and then used some of the water and just kind of like splashed it up into your ass? I don't know, but that that would probably mean that the the toilet water isn't going to be absolutely clean. So say yeah, you okay. flush well, and the water is all clean after, and then you self bidet it. And it's just there's some brown in the toilet. That means you flush again, which means then she knows you shitted. And then if she goes in there and sees there's no toilet paper, and she if she remembers that she, oh, I forgot to change it. Well, then what did Vince just do? Then you're caught. No, you, she's she knows that you wiped she your shit know. with your hand. She has no idea what happened. <laughs> she's not finding my fucking underwear in the in, in the trash can, and I'm not making up some. I had a bloody nose. Well, okay, yes. where, where, where's all the blood? Because there's no there's no toilet paper in there, Jack. What did did you just bleed over the trash can and now your nose doesn't have blood on it? Yeah, that's why you can't see. Oh, I'm embarrassed. All right, so um, his his wife comes back and she wants to get back with him. And man, boy, Jack had some uh, hot opinions on that. Yeah, um, like throw. So he he got home or to his apartment, whatever, and there were suitcases, and she's like laying down on the couch it's like one i hate you two get out three i'm throwing your suitcases out the front door and i'm gonna stand by the front door without saying a word while it's open until you leave and then i'm never gonna see you again there was uh there was that moment of what is he gonna do though and I, and like, I knew like, he's like a he, fucking baby pushover. Like he struggled with, I don't know, man, maybe uh, maybe I should, but I, I don't know. And then and he I'm went like, to his little... Uh, why? There's his, no thinking. I know. His little risk reward program, and and uh, she was more of a high risk, and that's why he decided to, to keep going out with Polly at and that moment. Polly but, then saw that, and then, you know, there's got to be so many different moments of doubt mm-hmm. in, in a rom-com before it can actually be called a rom-com and oh, accepted into the, the genre. Boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy tries to get girl back again, boy gets girl back in the end. So he decides that, you know what, no, I'm not getting back with that bitch, and runs down and, and finds Polly. And uh, next thing you know, they're on the beach, the same beach that his wife left him to fuck that dude, and he shows up again. Why would you ever fucking go back to that place, ever? I mean, that's just another unrealistic thing, is that he kind of became friends with that guy. But... He did him a favor, though. Yeah, if you if it actually ends up perfect like that, then yeah, I'd be like, dude, you know what, I hated you for a little bit, but you, you butterfly affected my life. You know what, thank you in a way. I mean... You're not it, fucking going back there. But I wouldn't go back there, no. Fuck, no, you wouldn't go and there. And I wouldn't go back there naked, either. And, like, if I was the girl, I'd be like, you're taking me where you took your wife on your honeymoon? You really, that's really what we're doing? Yeah. All right, so I'm just going to go over some of the notes I had before we get into favorite parts. Uh, so, interested in sailing at all? Absolutely never. I know. <laughs> you know what, I've... <sighs> the sailboats are not... Like, durable. 
you get in a storm, you're dead. And that storm was ridiculous if, in this. If every wave you're going over is like a damn tsunami, like even like the the super yacht in um, <laughs> Wolf of yeah, Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, that thing was going through bigger waves, but still, like I am not going out in the ocean unless we're on a cruise ship. And I'm on a quaalude. I don't, you know, yeah. I mean, cruises. I don't even know if I want to go on a cruise. I, I hear I wonderful things about them. We've talked about it, like what mom has talked about it. And it's like, you know what? Being perpetually drunk for a week and maybe maybe you'll it'll be like a movie and you'll find the your one true love. The you'll love bone. You'll never learn her name, but you'll see her all the time and... You'll be like, damn, that was the one. I should have said something. When you're like 80 years old, you're like, I really shouldn't talk to her. But I don't love the idea. I don't know. It, it looks like it could be fun. I don't want to feel like I'm on a boat. Like I don't. I don't want to feel it. I think Which the scenery. I don't think it does. The scenery would be really pretty. I'd love to look out my window and you know be able to see not shit. See land. Well, eh, that would be horrifying. Know. Yeah. But at the same time, that's not a sight that you kind of just. It's not a sight you really get to see. But sailing. No. And I think uh, co-captain Chris over the film stripping podcast, uh, he's a, he's a boatsman from what I understand. I think maybe one day he may, uh, he may ask us to come out on his boat and try to take us well, somewhere. You know, I but, trust uh, him. Do you? I, I'm just saying the answer is no, Chris. I'm not, I'm not up for it. Not up for and it. And that's why they're team Jack. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be up I know, for it I know. I was going to say, you're, you're talking the talk, but you're not going to walk you that know, walk. You if, know, if you bring your kid, because then that means that there is absolutely no way you will do anything risky. You know what? We're just two dudes. If you bring your kid, okay, that's the real deal. That means we're not going to be going far, and you're going to quintuple check the weather and everything and monitor it. And then, you know what? Still no. <laughs> you know, if we go somewhere, but the like the beach is in sight the whole time, and we're just going parallel to it, oh, like I, like I, a, I around a, around a corner, and then you're going to anchor in about you know we can jump off the boat, and it's about seven foot of water, and then I can go up on the beach or just sun on the boat. I'm cool with that. But if we're going to go out where there's no land in sight, I'm out, man. Yeah, I'm out. Too many things can fucking happen. There could be a leak in the boat. Uh, <laughs> a storm could pop up. I don't know what else could happen, but... It's Mother Nature. It, it, it scares scariest me. scariest thing in the yep, world. Not fucking interested. All right, next on my list is um, the dancing. So they went salsa dancing, and he's out there dancing. He's not a very good dancer. When a woman's dancing, and she does that move where she puts her arms in the air... Yeah. God. <laughs> that is sexy as fuck. <laughs> That's a sexy move, man. Yeah? I, you know, you can be like a bad dancer, but then you put your both your arms up over your head and you start dancing like that. Yeah. Gosh, man. It'd make a diamond around yes, your head is what he's I talking am. about with your palms like facing out. Uh-huh, but just kind of moving like, a little bit. Yeah. God, that's a fucking power move, man. Yeah. That's a real good look. Yeah. Dancing can be extremely sexy for sure. Uh-huh. Not the way I do it. And yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just get into fair parts. I don't I mean this movie was like pretty much a straight line. No highs, no lows. You know, in a, in regular rom-coms, if it if it's good enough and it like kind of gets you invested, the lows you feel them and the highs you feel them too. I I was like flatlined through this except for how much I wanted him to just show her evil. The the lady who cheated on him. Oh. I just wanted him to actually be mean to her because you know what? You're that's irredeemable. So I feel like you it shouldn't be like yeah, I'm, maybe I'll get back with you. And then uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I actually, I'm, I changed my mind. I'm not going to get with you again. You called her a bitch. Uh, uh, yeah, but only once, <laughs> and not when he, he, he not told, when he should have. He told her off pretty well. Yeah, but he should have thrown her suitcases out, like I'm saying. Uh, whatever, I've already talked about that. I, I don't know. I don't. I can't, I can't really say I don't have one. I gotta find one. But I mean, this movie is like completely lackluster. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's nothing unique about it, except that it got two big names. Well, three because should have been Jack Black. He's been in a lot of things, but I, I don't know. I'm gonna say I like the urinal scene. That one uh, made me okay. laugh the most. So yeah, I guess that's mine too. Ben Stiller um, says, "You know, I got to take a piss," and then Alec Baldwin's like, "I'll go with you. I'll join you." Yeah. So they they go in there, and Alec Baldwin's washing his hands, and Ben Stiller goes to the urinal furthest away, mm-hmm. which that's what you're supposed to do. And then Alec Baldwin walks all the way down past like five urinals to piss right next to Ben Stiller, which is fucked up. You do not do that. Um, he gets done quicker. And then uh, he's talking to Ben Stiller, and like you could see him shaking his dick like really, really hard. And they should have copied this same kind of thing for the shit scene. We heard the piss. He would like stop, dribble, a bunch more would come out. Stop, dribble, a bunch more would come out. I'm hearing the piss. It actually adds a funny element to the scene. So if we heard more than a couple, like whatever, it's like the Wilhelm scream of farts. We heard all the Wilhelm farts, and that was it. Whenever his stomach is making all this noise, he's sweating buckets to the point where she's like, I know. Hey, are you okay? It should have been better. So that's why I'm saying this piss scene was way better because we actually, it was funny. We got to hear that. Go listen to our, uh, what was it, Cabin Fever? (laughs) What was it called? (laughs) Yeah, I think it was the Cabin Fever episode. Yeah, go listen to our Cabin Fever episode, which was a long, long time ago. Yeah, we took laxatives, and and, uh, I I think at the very end, you get to hear (laughs) kind of what that ended up sounding like. I took them in solidarity with Mm -hmm. my my father. I hadn't shit in a while. That's why I decided (laughs) to take them. And You were like, why not? It was one of the worst tasting things I've ever tasted. Because we got the, like, pink, like, cherry. Yeah, we got the liquid kind. God. It's pretty bad. Yeah, never again. And then later on, like, uh, Erica and somebody else is like, oh, you should have just done this and done this and taken these pills. And I was like, well, you know what? First timer. We we wanted the the full immersion. Do an enema next time. But anyway, you you see um, Baldwin just shaking his dick, like, really, really hard, Mm -hmm. just working it. And then he takes that same finger... And for whatever reason, he rubs Ben Stiller's ear. Twice. Twice. And then Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller probably had stage fright. Like mm-hmm. the minute Baldwin walked up and started pissing next to him, he, he probably couldn't get another dropout. So Baldwin's done. And you would think, well, okay, maybe Ben Stiller can go again. But Baldwin gets up behind him and puts both of his hands on his shoulder and then touches his ear again. And he's just talking to him. That was a funny scene. And that was by far the best. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was my favorite part. All right, bucket of chicken. I'll give it to the Australian guy. Okay. So he was trying to work out a um, insurance deal with Ben Stiller's company, and he's like swam with sharks. He was in the hospital because one bit him. He's base jumping. He's he's basically the riskiest person ever, like a stunt man, but not for movies. Just in real life, daredevil. And he was just he was cool. <laughs> That's what a boring. Yeah, he's yeah he was cool. I guess. Or everyone else. Um, I'm giving mine to Jennifer Aniston because... Because she's rocking. Man, 
Yeah, she is so hot. And she's basically the female Paul Rudd. She's 54. And still today is fucking hot as ever. And she's older than you. I know, about two months. Two months. Yeah. I think uh, co-captain Chris uh, took a shot at her once, too. Like, uh, she was just hanging out somewhere where he was, because, you know, he he used to work in the film industry mm. uh, doing something. And I think he saw her and, like, uh, offered to light her cigarette or something like that. And uh, maybe maybe they went out on a couple dates. I can't really remember. I'd have to go back and listen to that episode. But he, he did have a brush with Jennifer Aniston. Actually? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. In one way, shape, or form. I, I, I can't... Can't necessarily remember, and I bet if we called him up, his uh, hit the tail has grown over the years. <laughs> but yeah, man, she's uh, she's smoking for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, score time. Um, I mean, I don't wish I saw this movie, but I also don't wish I didn't see it. <laughs> you know, like I don't know, it was nothing. <laughs> it was just. Not, there, there not were remarkable in any way. There were no ups and downs. At the end, you were not like, oh, this thank wasn't, goodness they got together. <laughs> wasn't much of a movie. Like, 30? Oh, wow. And there's nothing good about it. <laughs> you laughed. You laughed quite a bit. And I can laugh at things and still not really like it. I thought you were enjoying the movie. You seem to be enjoying the movie. I mean, I just, I don't know what score to really give it. There's... Okay. And there's just nothing okay. to it. All right. I didn't have a, a bad time, but I didn't have a good time, which that would make you think I'd say like a 50. That's closer to what I was thinking you'd be at. Maybe even in the 60s. But at the same time, it's like, it's insulting. How do you make a rom-com bad or so mediocre? Yeah. Uh, I'll give it, I'll no, give it a, do no, I, I'll give it a 40. Just because okay. I do feel like if I'm right in the middle, I shouldn't be giving it lower 40, yeah. 40, All right. 40's fine. It's a it big nothing burger of a movie, and of which it just doesn't deserve anything passing. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 64. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hate it. That's 14 points positive. I didn't hate it either. It was just... There's nothing to hate, nothing to like. You know, I didn't hate it. There were some parts that were entertaining. That is very close I, to passing. I, 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 surprised. I enjoyed the bathroom scene. I enjoyed the urinal scene. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, watching Jennifer Aniston uh, dance with her arms over her head. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I was going to give it like a four, <laughs> and then she put her arms up over her head and started dancing. I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. Now, one looking at a hot girl cannot carry a movie for old Jackie boy here. No, it, it can't, but it sure doesn't hurt. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but so you're saying I liked the poop scene, I liked the pee scene, I liked Jennifer Aniston. Both of those scenes were two minutes added up, and then Jennifer Aniston was just hot. And you're telling me that's a 64? No, I, I thought it was funny when he was sweating his ass off when he was... uh when when he was eating, I thought it was funny when he had to guard the the hairy guy. When he, the hairy guy took off his shirt, yeah. and they're playing basketball, and it's the hairy guy kept far, bumping far. into him, and he's all sweaty. And then the hairy guy went up for a shot, and he came down, and in slow motion, Ben Stiller's face mm -hmm. is just going up this wet, sweaty, nasty it's body, and the, the nipple noise. almost got him in the mouth too. That was funny. They had some funny it, stuff it was in here. Few and far between. Okay, but there was enough for. Look, I didn't pass it. Get off my ass, man. I score what I score. <laughs> I just, it. That's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. That's more embarrassing than giving Road Trip 100. Oh, please. Please. Road Trip was at least funny. I uh, Yeah, I laughed at this movie. Road Trip better than Willy Wonka? According to you, it is. <laughs> okay, let's call your mom and let her know how it went.
Uh, I hope she didn't like love this. It's a rom-com. Of course she loved it. Hello. Hi, is this uh, Olivia? Yeah. Hey, Vincent Jack from Movie Mug, and you're live on the air. How are you? Awesome. All right. So do you, ha- do you have a, a third choice for a movie? Are you serious? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. I like, Not serious. Fuck, but, but we're finished. Um, right off the top, there was a male nudity in this one as well. So we had to see two different guys' really? asses. Yes. So, so that's oh, two movies in a okay. row you've thrown at us with male nudity. So um, <laughs> on purpose, I'm guessing. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, next question before we get into what we thought about it. How much did I pay for your engagement ring? Oh, gosh. The engagement ring? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say it was two seventy nine. Oh, I was thinking it was like 400 bucks or something. <laughs> How much? 379 Oh, shit. So engagement rings... <laughs> I've always not completely understood this. There's two, an engagement there, ring yeah, and a wedding ring. Yeah. There's the engagement ring and the wedding ring. Right. So yeah. like the engagement ring is usually like a, just a, like a diamond by itself. And then, I mean, not always. That's pretty traditional. Pretty engagement standard. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then the wedding ring. And then the wedding ring can have more diamonds or a band or. And they go together something. into one ring. Yeah. Typically. Sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes they're just both on your finger. Sometimes people have them like soldered together or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So but, the yeah, engagement it ring. It wasn't very expensive. But well, this is a long time ago. And yeah. we had like no money at all. Mm-hmm. And we had that thing on layaway for a while. I know. Too. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Layaway, man. That was great. Yeah. Layaway was awesome. How long it takes. I mean, that says how poor we were right there. I had to put something on layaway that was like $269. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Can, I, can you hold on to this for six months for me? It's going to take me a while to, to pay this thing off. Oh, man. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what would you score along Came Polly? Oh, my gosh. It's been a while since I've seen it. And even when I've seen it last, it's been, you know, like when you catch it on TV and you just kind of watch it. Um, like not from the beginning. You know, I have a hard time with this anyway. Probably like 80 something. Okay. A- 82. Okay. I'll say 82. Okay. Uh, what do you think Jack scored it? Mm, 73. You are a little bit off. Like, 39. Like 40 off or something like that. <laughs> Jack. Oh. I gave it a 40. Oh. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. There was nothing yeah. like that wrong, and but also nothing good. This was a pretty middle of the, middle of the line movie, but I, I taxed some extra off instead of being at 50 flat because it's a rom-com. How do, how do you not make there was no drama. I, I had no care one way or another if he ended up with Polly or not. The only thing I found myself actually caring about was not getting back with the ex-wife because I'm like, have some self-respect. Don't get back yeah. with her. Kick her to yeah. the curb, you know? But he was like, yeah, maybe I'll get back with you. And it's like, don't be a fucking pushover. You know, you got to get her out. 
I, I, I'm upset that I watched a rom-com and I didn't care about the couple at all because that's oh. the main thing. And I didn't think they were particularly good together either. You know, if you if you could just get over your dislike for that other guy, I can't. Um, Jason Siegel. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you would have cared about them, but <sighs> it was my second choice. And, you know? and it was better than your first. No, there's no way. <laughs> No, I'm forgetting I, Sarah Marshall's right? way better than Along Came Polly. But I mean, way so better. you're saying you like Jason Siegel better than Ben Stiller? Yikes, that's a no, bad look. Okay, y'all. I mean, Ben Stiller's better, it's a better movie. Ben Stiller's okay. What, what's yeah. so great about Ben Stiller that he's not Jason okay. Siegel? Like, what Ben Stiller movie <laughs> did you absolutely love? Night at the Living Museum. Okay, watch it today. A Tropic Thunder, I enjoyed. Have you not seen Dodgeball? Oh, I have seen Dodgeball. Seen, it was good in that. Meet the Parents. Yeah. He was really good in Meet the I've Parents. I've seen that too. But yes. other than that, yeah. I mean, Ben Stiller is okay. Vince, what did you give it? I give it a 64. Okay. All right. Yeah, I agree with Jack. There's no highs. There's no lows in this. It's just kind of... It had it had some good parts. It's it Yeah. It had some endearing parts. It had some funny parts that I enjoyed. Yeah. I don't know about endearing. Yeah. There, were, there wasn't much endearing about this. There... Their chemistry wasn't great. It was just kind of, uh, the, there wasn't really any peaks or lows, and it was just kind of even throughout pretty much the whole movie. And in the end, it's not like, go get her, go get her. He you got know? her. Yeah. He got her, everyone. It's kind of like, yeah, okay. It was like, yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Which even most rom-coms, it's like, well, I knew that was coming anyway. But even then, like in The Ugly Truth, <laughs> I, I was so happy. I cared about it. I yeah. And even in 10 Things I Hate About You, it's the same thing. That's a really good movie, though. It, it's, I mean, yeah, but it follows the same basic they, they pattern. They all do. Yeah, yeah. But which, I'm, which is why I'm like, okay, the, this same flow and pattern for rom-coms has been around for a millennia, and you're telling me you didn't make it very good? It's like, how? Who directed this? You fucked up. It's easy to make someone actually fuck up a relationship and bring it back and make the couple believable and lovable together. But this was very robotic in execution. Mm, yeah, I would agree. Written by an AI, it felt like. No true emotion in the writing. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I could see that. Well, last time you let me pick your rom-com. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, I, I'd give you another Good. chance. Pretty much. I, I'd let you pick them every, every time because there's I don't know any rom-coms. I'd have to yeah. research. Erica, I film mean, stripping, you're I on deck. Either. I know. Yeah. Erica, help us out. Mm -hmm. I did research. I researched a lot. I had a hard time. What are some other ones you thought about? Hang on. Let me look at my list. Because this one, yeah, this one was just meh. Because I wasn't even sure, like, what movies Jack had seen. Okay, I had three other choices, um, and they were Clueless. Better. But I didn't know if Jack had seen it. Ye years um, and years and years ago one time. Much better. I would have okay, I forgot okay. anything about that except rolling with the homies <laughs> in ridiculous outfits. <laughs> A girl walks down, the blonde girl walks down some stairs, and they got, like, big cell phones. Um, overboard. 
Oh gosh! <laughs> I yeah, but the carpenter. Like a lot. Yeah, there's like a lot wrong with that. Movie. With like three little boys. One of the worst parts of that is that that one of his kids tries to talk like Pee Wee Herman all the time. Yeah. I fucking hate that kid more than Danny from Zathura. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what about a uh, Star Wars kid? Oh gosh, Jake Lloyd, so, Danny from Zathura, and the kid who tries to talk like Pee Wee Herman and Overboard. Yes, between those three. Oh, that's we we need to do a different episode for that. <laughs> But they they remade and Overboard with Anna Faris, and it's oh my gosh, we yeah, we. But they like swapped the roles out. Yeah, wow. Um, and then the last one I thought of was Big. Big. Mm-hmm. Eh. Never heard of that. I don't think I that one stand. That one doesn't stand the test of time. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's pretty old, and I wasn't sure if it stood the test of time. I hadn't seen it in a really long time. It's an early Tom Hanks movie. Hmm. I mean, it's good, but I don't know. Okay. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for trying. Yeah. Yep. You uh, I did my best. Yeah. Well, I guess your I best wouldn't get good. Yeah, just try a little yeah. harder. Yep. <laughs> All right, Olivia. Well, uh, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks. You too. All right. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, Jack. Anything that you want to say to our Valentine's Day listeners? We can do mutual masturbation. Oh, okay. Well, uh, um, I'm going to be out on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna get me in trouble with that someday in trouble with what i thought you were gonna press another button no <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about pressing buttons what about your aunt what would you like to say to your aunt who we know is listening nothing i'm gonna poop on her <laughs> <laughs> that's weird jack all right well i guess that uh should wrap up our uh, valentine's day episode what do you think I'm sure. That's fine. Frame me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 190 of Movie Mug. And if you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Mug. And if you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a website, moviemuggin.com. You can go there. You can listen to episodes there. We also have a uh, link for Ask Jack. We also have a link that will take you to a page to see all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So so if you want to know if we've uh, watched Iron Eagle, you can... uh, Scroll down to the eyes and see if we have or not. Uh, We also have a a link to our merch store. Ladies and gentlemen, we have more than just movie mug and gear there. And we are starting to sell some stuff. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's exciting. Actually? Yeah, I have this rainbow that says don't be an asshole on that. We've sold two of those. Um, Let's see. We sold, we sold a, a bad Samaritan. That's a cool shirt. We sold uh, several of Jack and the Heavy Petters, um, both kind. Wow. <laughs> the one with the combat boots that and the one, one with the, the, the lightning one. bolts. Yeah. We've also sold uh, three Boner Jams, 03, which I, I know one of them was Eric in California. Yeah. He was going to wear that uh, tank to the beach. But uh, two other people have bought uh, Boner Jams 03 uh, shirts I, as well. I like not knowing who they are. Well, yeah. You know, it's not like Gary said, hey, guys, just bought a Boner Jams thing. It's like... This is some random yeah. person I don't know. Maybe one day we will see somebody in public. Dude. That'd be so that fun. That would be weird. What, what would we do? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Hey, I made that shirt, man. Thanks for buying it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the $2 I made. Chase us trying to give us donations. No, I think we just, we just look at each other and high five. That's probably what we'd do. Maybe I'd get in front of them and, and start doing a dance and put my hands above my head <laughs> just as a thank you. And then they'll leave their dick as a tip. That doesn't make any sense. Um, give you their dick as a tip for all your hard work. All right. So uh, sorry that this Valentine's Day one was late, but better late than never. 
And uh, mm-hmm. again, we're movie mugging. We do what we want to do when we want to do it. And never on accident. <laughs> <laughs> we're always very purposeful uh, with what we're doing. We pre-plan everything all the way down to the script. We just thought it would be funny to do it like... Yeah. Matter of fact, let me turn the page. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next time. Have yourself a movie mugging day. <laughs> Bye. Are there people that talk to their dicks? <laughs>